You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. Hey, Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Welcome to the first episode of our brand new season, episode one of season two, Ignition, No Matches. You're listening to one of the best short-form podcasts available with hints, tips, and ideas to inspire you and help you to live a better life right now and when life throws you a curveball. Leonardo da Vinci said, I've been impressed with the urgency of doing. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. What does that have to do with igniting a fire with no matches? Keep listening, and we'll see if we can make the connection. Fire is an elemental part of our civilization from its origins. Fire provides great benefits. We can cook with it, stay warm with it, and socialize around it. In a survival situation, fire can become vitally important to stave off the cold, cook food, and signal for help. What do you need to create a fire? In answer to that question, perhaps you're thinking of what your junior high school science teacher said. Fire is an elemental, self-sustaining interaction between three required ingredients, heat, fuel, and oxygen. These three are required in sufficient amounts for a fire to burn. Remove any one of these three and the fire goes out. That is a correct answer. I would propose, however, that you might need something else, something even more vital to ensure that you can start a fire. Experience. There is a difference between knowing how something is done and doing it. Just as we might know that riding a bike requires you to balance yourself on the bike, balance the bike, pedal to propel yourself forward and thus increase your stability, then steer in the direction you want to go. Simple. Anyone who has tried to ride a bike, successfully or not, will know that understanding in your head will not mean you can do it. Most surely not the first time you try. Similarly, one's expectation of being able to ignite a fire and build it into something useful will be increased, but not guaranteed by experience. There are plenty of YouTube videos, scouting and camping publications, and other resources you can consult to learn how to prepare, construct, and ignite a useful fire, and properly and safely tend it. I would encourage you to consult them. Here's an important point. If you decide to try any of these ideas, I cannot take responsibility for any injuries or damage that might occur. And as anyone with half a brain understands, there are all kinds of ways things can go wrong when you're dealing with fire. So, you have been warned. Let's explore one aspect of the fire triangle, ignition, the application of heat, a spark, to fuel in an oxygen atmosphere. For fun, we'll cover a few of the many ways you can start a fire without matches, or a lighter. I mean, where's the challenge in that, right? Friction can create enough heat to start a fire. You've heard that rubbing two sticks together can start a fire. It's true, you can, but it takes a little engineering and preparation to make it work. A wooden hand drill or bow drill are proven techniques. They are also quite difficult and require time and practice. There are several videos online and other reference materials you can easily find if you'd like to try one of these methods. We'll not spend any further time on them in this episode. Electricity is also a great no-match alternative. A 9-volt battery or a AA battery with a piece of conductive wire about 3 inches long. 
when combined with some fine steel wool, can quickly get the steel wool glowing hot enough to ignite a fire. With the 9 volt, simply push the electrical contacts located on top of the battery into the steel wool and watch the magic happen. With the AA batteries, or larger batteries, make sure the positive or the top of the battery is making contact with the steel wool. Then hold one end of the wire against the negative or bottom of the battery and touch the other end of the wire to the wool. If it's working, you'll see the steel wool glow and burn away almost immediately after you have a good circuit running through the wool. Another way to use batteries is to combine them with a foil-lined gum wrapper. The longer strips of gum provide the best foil. Prepare the gum wrapper carefully by cutting or tearing the wrapper into strips about, about a half an inch or a little less wide. Then cut or carefully reduce the width of the strip at the middle down to about a quarter or an eighth of an inch, or maybe a little less. Hold one end of the strip to one end of the battery, the other end of the strip to the other end of the battery, foil side down to the battery. The flame should appear rather quickly at the narrow point of the gum wrapper strip. With either of these electrical methods, applying the spark created directly to the properly prepared tinder will allow for a good fire in short order. Here are a few methods that would require sunlight. Well, most kids have played with a magnifying glass to burn holes in a piece of paper. Or worse, <laughs> focusing the energy of the sun is a great way to ignite a fire. Here's one that's almost unbelievable. What's the quickest way to put out a fire? Water. Yes, absolutely. But water can also be used to start a fire. Here's how. Water held inside a clear plastic bag can create a lens to focus the sun's rays. To create your water lens, put two or three ounces, depending on the size of the bag, of water into a clear plastic bag. Twist the top of the bag around several times to keep the water in and to keep the air out of the bag. You'll want to keep the bag twisted tightly enough that the water in the bag bulges out on both sides, creating a sphere shape. And there you have it, a lens shaped out of water. Ants, beware, you, you have a new nemesis. <laughs> Got a soda can and a chocolate bar? The concave surface of the bottom of many a beverage can can be used to focus the sun's rays. It needs to be polished. And believe it or not, chocolate can be used as that polish. It will remove oxidation and shine up the aluminum on the bottom of that can. Then, using the concave mirror you've just prepared to reflect the power of the sun to a fine point, you can focus that point on some tinder and voila, you can start a fire. Just make sure you have enough chocolate left over for the s'mores. There are several other ways to ignite a fire without matches. You're welcome to take the time to look them up. Now you know a few ways you can start a fire without a match. But can you do it? Can you find and prepare the tinder, stack the kindling, and get the fuels going so they will burn and provide warmth? Once again, awareness that something can be done and doing it are not necessarily the same thing. This truth applies to most everything. Here's an idea for a fun activity to apply what you've heard. Hold a little competition. Do this in a location where it's safe to start a fire, like a pre-prepared fire pit. Put two stakes into the ground and stretch a piece of string between them about 18 inches above the ground. The idea is to build a fire and have it burn through that string that you have strung between the two stakes. You can figure out your own rules. Are you going to find tinder and kindling there? Or are you going to have it there and ready to go as a part of the competition? Will you use a match or a lighter? Ah, it's too easy. Or use a battery 
and a gum wrapper or something else. And then let the competition begin. Set a timer and see how long it takes. Set up another string and do it again. The shortest time wins. So, here's the ounce. Well, in this podcast, we did emphasize how to start a fire without a match. The real lesson to be learned is the importance of doing. Not just awareness and familiarity with information, but gaining comprehension and knowledge provided only through experience. Awareness is vital. Awareness might be likened to a spark. A spark is an amazing little miracle, which can, if conditions are properly prepared, lead to a greater warmth and light. Or it can fade away into the cold. Applying the spark of awareness, trying to do something with it, might be akin to applying a setting spark to tinder as you attempt to start a fire. There is no guarantee that precious little spark will progress to a fire. The first spark seldom does. The spark may be weak, your tender too coarse or wet. As you try, as you apply and do, you will gain experience and expand from an understanding awareness to knowledge backed by experience. With continued application, you will have success and be able to transform that spark into a self-sustaining fire. There is so much awareness and understanding one can gain in books, classrooms, lectures, online, by observation, in conversation, and in so many other ways. Every one of these might create a spark for you. Applying that spark, doing something with it, that is what brings the greater comprehension of knowledge backed by experience. In other words, you gain the ability to do. Doing and applying bring a double benefit. We gain from the specific skills we apply, and we gain experience that will help us effectively apply new understanding as well. And that's an ounce, submitted for your consideration. You'll want to listen to our next episode. We'll be looking at the small and simple. In this case, four amazing keychain-sized and highly functional multi-tools that you might want to consider for your own pocket or pocketbook. And a giveaway. Yep, I'll be giving away one of each of these four mighty little multi-tools to loyal listeners of an ounce. Tune in next episode to find out how you might win one of these for yourself. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Too bad you used all the chocolate on the can to start the fire. Now we can't have s'mores. Oh, dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.